21 Tishrei, Chaf Aleph Tishrei, Tzadik, his life, 23, 126. It was our custom to be with him for Rosh Hashanah, Shabbat Hanukkah, and the festival of Shavuot each year. On these three occasions we were always with him from the time he settled in Breslov. He himself gave us instructions that we should come for these three occasions, and he was quite particular about it. He would always deliver very outstanding lessons at great length. On Rosh Hashanah, he would give his lesson in the late afternoon of the first day, and he would go on long into the evening of the second day of Rosh Hashanah. On Shabbat Hanukkah, he would give a discourse at the third meal. On Shavuot, he would give it as on Rosh Hashanah, starting in the late afternoon of the first day and carrying on well into the evening of the second day. The Rebbe was extremely insistent that we should come to him for Rosh Hashanah. He said that on Rosh Hashanah he wanted all his followers to be with him as one man. No one was to be absent. The strength of his insistence that we should be with him for Rosh Hashanah is impossible to imagine. He repeated his warning several times, and he said that his whole mission is Rosh Hashanah. On the last Rosh Hashanah in Uman, he also spoke to us about this, and how great a privilege it was to be with him for Rosh Hashanah. He said, What can I tell you? There is nothing greater than this. The Rebbe said, It may be that among the other tzaddikim, it is not considered so much of an obligation to be with them on Rosh Hashanah in particular. In that case, it will just give people another question about me. In other words, he was unwilling to give any answer or explain the reason except to say that quite apart from this, there were plenty of other questions about him. It would simply be yet another question as to why he should be so much more particular about his followers being with him for Rosh Hashanah than all the other tzaddikim. People did go to all the tzaddikim for Rosh Hashanah, but there was not a single one who was as insistent about the matter as he was. Elsewhere, it will be explained that the Rebbe told us to issue a public announcement about this. The Rebbe then said, that whoever was worthy of being with him for Rosh Hashanah should be very happy indeed. Go your way and eat delicacies. See Nehemiah 8.10 Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Pilgrimage 1. Before his pilgrimage to the Holy Land, Rabbi Nachman journeyed to Kamenetz. Great mystery surrounded the entire trip. The Rebbe left his house suddenly and said, There is a journey before me. When he left his home in Medvedevka, Taking the route to Medjibuz, he said, I am going, but I myself do not know where. He came to Medjibuz and stayed there for a few days. There he was informed from on high that he was to travel to Kamenetz. He left and continued along the way. The Rebbe traveled with the utmost simplicity. Though he was a well-known Hasidic leader, he traveled like the simple folk, without any pomp or ceremony. He emphatically warned his attendants not to reveal his identity. Wherever he went, he was completely unknown, traveling in absolute anonymity like an ordinary merchant. He arrived in Kamenetz. At that time, no Jew was allowed to live there or to even spend the night within the city limits. The Jews lived outside the city, and those who had business in the city would go there for the day. They were allowed to remain there all day, but at night every Jew had to leave. It was a well-known fact that no Jew was permitted to spend the night within the city limits. The Rebbe entered the city with his attendant, and they remained together until nightfall.
As night was approaching, the Rebbe told his attendant to leave the city. He said, I will remain in the city alone tonight. Come back tomorrow morning and meet me here. He spent that night alone in Kamenetz. No one in the world knows what he did that night. The next morning, his attendant returned to the city and found the Rebbe as he had been told. The Rebbe went with him into many houses, finding some excuse to enter each one. He used such tricks as asking for a drink of whiskey and the like. He entered many homes in this manner, but again, no one knew his intention. Then the Rebbe returned home. Soon after he had spent that night in Kamenetz, Jews were granted permission to live within the city limits. The Aleph Bet Book Faith B. 7. Going from one teacher to another requires that a person strengthen his faith in the unity of God. Learning from many teachers detracts from belief in his oneness. Nevertheless, the teacher who has faith in his oneness is able to enlighten each and every student according to his ability, as each student hears only that which is necessary for him and no more. 8. Consolation comes through faith in God. 9. Flies multiply in the world because there is a lack of faith. 10. A person who is careful not to transgress the prohibition against coveting will be saved from anger and haughtiness and from the lack of faith that results from those two evil traits. 11. Because the Jews do not make his godliness known to the people of the world, they are lured by the nations into following foreign ideologies. Kitzer Likutei Moharan 1 Lesson number 8 5. It is forbidden for anyone except the perfect tzaddik to challenge the wicked and the opponents. Such a tzaddik must be a person who has already completely separated out and expelled all of the bad from himself. Out of all the four elements which subsume all the various character traits, until he is certain that he will not stumble in any transgression. Only a tzaddik like this, and the people who are attached to him, can provoke the wicked. But anyone who has not completely nullified the bad in himself, and, though he does not commit any actual transgressions, the possibility of his doing so still exists, is not a perfect tzaddik, and it is forbidden for him to challenge the wicked. The reason for this is that such a person can be harmed, God forbid, by the deep breath taken by the wicked, which they draw from the other side, and which for a time is extremely powerful. May God save us. But the perfect tzaddik can lower himself into the channel through which the wicked receive their breath of life, and can break it and subdue it, bringing about their total demise. 6. The way to separate out the good from the bad in oneself is through Torah study and prayer. More specifically, by studying the codes and by clarifying the law, a person separates and sifts out the good from the bad. He also expels and nullifies the evil in himself in all of the four elements which subsume all the various character traits. This is the main way for a person to perfect himself. But the way to merit the intellect necessary to clarify the law is through prayer. Furthermore, when a person prays for something, even though his request has been fulfilled as a result of his prayer, the thing which he has asked for exists only in potential. Through Torah study, his request is completed and goes from potential to actual. In this way, his will is then accomplished and his request fulfilled, 
and he will merit to bring about the total demise of the enemies and opponents. 7. The wellspring of Torah wisdom emanates from prayer. Therefore, the only way to merit to clarify the law is through prayer. When a person studies in this manner, it is considered as if he created the world anew. Furthermore, he merits to sift the good from the bad in all of the four elements, which effectively constitutes the rectification of everything. He is then able to completely subdue the opponents. 8. Tzitzit embody the concept of the holy breath of life. With the mitzvah of tzitzit, a person can make up all that he lacks by sighing. He also subdues the breath of life of the forces of impurity, the raging storm wind, and the breath of spiritual pollution, and he expels the bad from the good in all of his character traits. In turn, he can overcome the opponents and the wicked and subdue them completely. It may be understood from this that it is beneficial for a person to sigh as he is wrapping himself in his talit, since that time is a particularly propitious one for tapping into the breath of life to fill what he lacks. 9. The tzaddik hears the sighs of all those who are attached to him, since from him life goes out to every one of them. He is a man who possesses breath, ruach. Numbers 27.18 About whom our sages taught, he knows how to approach each person according to his own spirit, Ruach. Rashi, Numbers 27.18 In other words, he supplies and makes up what is lacking in the breath of life of each and every one of them. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The King and the Emperor Meanwhile, the Emperor's daughter sailed away on her ship with the eleven noblewomen. When the noblewomen woke up, they continued playing their games, since they did not know that the ship had left port. Finally, they said to her, Let's go home. No, she replied, Let's stay here a while longer. A gale struck. Let's go home, they insisted. The emperor's daughter informed them that the ship had already left port. Why did you do this? they demanded. She answered that she was afraid that the ship would break up in the storm. Her only choice was to untie it and spread sail. The emperor's daughter and the eleven noblewomen sailed the sea and played their musical instruments. Once they came across a palace, and the lady said, Let's go there. Let's see if we can come close. The emperor's daughter, however, did not want to. She said that she still regretted that she had even come close to the palace of the king who had tried to marry her. Restore my soul. Likutei Muharan. 43. Every moment of the day, the evil inclination attempts to overpower us. Kedushin 30b It fans the desires, even if we refuse to pay attention to it, and look determinedly in the other direction. Still, it comes back and bites us again, a third time, a fourth, and more. We must stay firm and obstinate. We must be absolutely determined that under no circumstances will we turn our attention toward the evil inclination. In the end... It will be lifted from us and it will totally disappear. The same is true of the irrelevant thoughts that persist in coming to confuse us when we are trying to pray. The same thought comes into our mind over and over again. What we need is firmness. Pay no attention to the thought whatsoever. Likute Moharan 2, Lesson 51 44. At the very moment that a person is rising to a level of greater holiness, for example, 
when he is drawing closer to a true tzaddik, it can happen that all of a sudden he experiences something that is the very opposite of purity. Don't lose heart because of this. It is a sign that you are coming closer to holiness. It can be a great good. Likutei Moharan 2, Lesson 117 45. Despair must be totally ruled out when a person begins to realize how far he is from God. Even if he feels he is at the furthest extreme from God, this should not be a reason for despair. On the contrary, it should be his consolation that through this he can revive himself. For now he is conscious of his distance. He might have been so far away that he would not even have been aware of the fact, but now he acknowledges it. Far he may be, but his very awareness of this is dear in the eyes of God. This in itself should give him strength and life. The Kutei Moharan 2, Lesson 68 Reb Letters, Year 1 Letter number 12 Know, my son, that the verse Draw water in joy from the wellsprings of salvation, Isaiah 12.3, refers to the words of the Rebbe. They are really wellsprings of salvation, literally like a well which never runs dry. So too, the Rebbe's words are living and enduring, lovely and trustworthy, forever and ever and ever. His guidance and life-saving advice will never run out. No matter what happens, you can always draw strength from His awesome words, because they show us our blessed Creator's greatness and His abundant loving-kindness and mercy, which is the world's salvation. Wherever we are, our hearts will rejoice in Him. May we always be happy over Him and His salvation. The words of your Father, who must cut short an end for the honor of His holy name, because thousands of thousands, myriads or myriads of pages, would not suffice to explain what I have begun to discuss. To His greatness there is no end. This will suffice for now. May peace be with you as you wish, and as I, your Father, wishes, who wishes you peace, and prays for you, and who yearns to hear good from you. The insignificant Nussan, son of Naphtali Hertz of Breslov. Rib Nussan's letters, year two. Letter number 242. This is precisely the meaning of the Midrash, which says, Only encourage those who encourage themselves, and only push those who push themselves. This is truly one of God's wonders. For people who are strong are certainly only that way through the power of God, who shines this strength into their hearts through the true tzaddik, the source of all inner strength. This being so, it is all from God and the true tzaddik anyway. Nonetheless, a person has free will and must fortify himself and not be a shlamazlnik, God forbid. This is included in what is written in the Rebbe's teachings. There are a number of things which depend on and cause each other, and no one knows which comes first. Lukutei Moharan 1, Lesson 271 As you know, I have spoken a great deal about this. He also speaks there about holy boldness, which is closely related to marshalling inner strength. Now, my sons, brothers, and friends, pay close attention to all these words. Understand well all the holy signals that they are constantly hinting to us in our hearts about how to find the strength to press forward through all the things that happen to us, be they worldly or spiritual, concerning body, soul, or money, children or livelihood, collectively or as individuals, and also with regard to peace and controversy and to the many countless people who groundlessly hate us. 
In return for my love, they hated me, and I am poor, pained, and stricken. From head to toe, no place is untouched, neither physical nor spiritual. As it is written, I am poured out like water, my bones have come apart, my heart is like wax, it melts in my bowels, my strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue is stuck to my palate. Psalms 22, verses 15 and 16. If King David, may he rest in peace, said this, what should we say? Even if a person truly feels all this in his soul, until he has just barely enough breath and spirit to stay alive, nonetheless, God's kindness is still very great, even to me. He has pity on me, and in my heart I hear hints. I will say in my heart, I will have hope. God's kindness never ends. His compassion never ceases. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Shemot HaTzadikim Bonei Chomat Yerushalayim El Yashiv HaKohen HaGadol Zakur Ben Imri Miremot Ben Uriah Ben Hakots Meshulam Ben Berechia Ben Meshezavel Tzadok Ben Ba'ana Yoyada Ben Paseach Meshulam Ben Besodia Melatia HaGivoni Yadon Hameronoti Uziel Ben Harhaya Hanania Ben Harakachim Rafaya Ben Chur Yedaya Ben Harumaf Chatush ben Chashavnia, Malkia ben Charim, Chashuv ben Pachat Moav, Shalom ben Halochesh, Chanun, Malkia ben Rechav, Shalun ben Kol Chose, Nechemia ben Azbuk, Halavim, Rechum ben Bani, Chashavia, Bavai ben Chenadad, Ezer ben Yeshua, Baruch ben Zakai, Meremot ben Uria ben Hakots, Binyamin, Chashuv, Azaria ben Maasea ben Ananya, Binoy ben Chenadad, Palal ben Uzai, Pedaya ben Parosh, Tzadok ben Imer, Shemaya ben Shechania, Chananya ben Shelemya, Chanun ben Salaf, Meshulam ben Berechia, Malkia ben Hatsorfi, Matitya, Shema, Anaya, Uria, Chilkia, Maasea al Yemino, Mismolo Pedaya, Mishael, Malkia, Chashum, Chashbadana, Zacharia, Meshulam, Yeshua, Vani, Sherevia, Yamin, Akuv, Shabtai, Hodia, Maasea, Kalita, Azaria, Yozavad, Hanan, Palaya, Yeshua, Vani, Kadmiel, Shechania, Buni, Sherevia, Bani, Kenani, Chashavnia, Hodia, Rebnachim's Prayers 1, Prayer number 11. Hashem, loving God, please help me and provide me with my livelihood in such a way that I don't lose my eternal reward in the struggle to make a living. Save me from the scourge of the 39 labors of the Sitra Achra, the side of evil. These are the 39 lashes that drive and oppress the majority of people with worldly cares and struggles. They spend all their days running to make a living with the utmost pain and effort, eating their bread in misery. With the sweat of their brow, they will eat bread, until they return to the earth, taking nothing from all their toil, because the struggle to make a living so dominates their minds all their lives that they fail to remember their ultimate purpose. What will they do on the Day of Judgment? Please, Hashem, you are overflowing with love and kindness. Have mercy on me 
and on all your people Israel, and save us from all this. Don't let me be ground down by the struggle to make a living. In whatever work I have to do to make a living, help me do everything in holiness and purity, truth and faith, in accordance with your will. Let me not have to struggle at all. Save me from all mental confusion. Let me know and believe that everything comes from you, and that nothing is in my hands at all. Let me carry out all my work and business activities with such purity and refinement that all the thirty-nine labors will shine and merge with the thirty-nine lights emanating from your great name. Let me carry out the thirty-nine labors in holiness and purity, so that in everything I do I will be building the sanctuary. Bless the work of my hands. Send me blessing and success in all my involvements and activities. Send me my livelihood before I need it, amply and not sparingly, through permitted and not forbidden means, from your wide-open, generous hand. And let the pleasantness of Hashem our God be upon us, and may He give success to the work of our hands, to the work of our hands, success. Hashem, let me be happy with my share at all times. Let me put my main emphasis on Torah study and only have to work on a casual basis. And even in the short periods of time I have to engage in work or business in order to earn what I need to make a living, let me still be attached to you and to your holy Torah. Let me never forget you, even for the briefest moment. Hashem, please grant me everything I have asked of you. Help me sanctify myself through observing the holy covenant from now on. Let me subordinate myself to you in complete truth. Do not let the least hint of pride or arrogance come into my heart or my mind. Cleanse me of all motives of trying to impress others and win their admiration. Let me come to genuine humility, and let your glory be magnified, sanctified, and elevated through me. Help me speak radiant words of Torah, and let the words of the Torah shine to me, and help me emerge from my low level. Let the words of the Torah throw light on all the areas of my life where I need to repent, so that I will come to make complete amends for all my sins and transgressions, and for all the disrespect I have shown to your great glory from my childhood until the present. Grant that I should be able to rectify everything in my lifetime, and help me advance constantly from level to level, until I attain an understanding of the very depths of the Torah. Bring me to know and understand both the laws of the Torah and its mysteries, the secrets and the secrets of the secrets. Hashem, in my heart of hearts I know how very well, how far I am from all those levels at present. My face is covered with shame for even making such requests. How can someone as lowly as I am dare to ask for such great things? But I am relying on your great love and kindness. I am basing myself on your humility and goodness. You are good to all, and nothing is impossible for you. You do the greatest, most unfathomable wonders all the time. Who will tell you what to do? My eyes are on you, waiting for you to show me your love and kindness. Help me come to everything I have asked of you quickly and easily. If not now, when? So far, I have wasted away my years in vanity and emptiness. Loving God, from now on, help me wake up and stir myself and fill myself with holiness and purity until I attain everything I have asked of you.
Do it for the sake of your name. Do it for the sake of your glory. Do it for the sake of your holiness. Do it for the sake of your Torah. For as Jews, we are called by your name and associated with your glory. And you have already promised that you will not give your glory to another. As it is written, I am Hashem, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to idols. Help me, Hashem, and let your glory be magnified through me. Let your glory fill the whole earth. Light up the world with your glory. Let the glory of Hashem be forever. Hashem will rejoice in his works. Blessed be Hashem, the God of Israel, who does amazing wonders by himself. And blessed be his glorious name forever. Let his glory fill the entire world. Amen. Amen.